Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April Podcast. I am your host, April. Wednesday, a prayer for my children's wellness. Father, we praise you for our health. For if we have awakened to breathe today, you have a purpose for us. This is a day you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We give thanks to you, the author of all life, our healer, Abba, Father. Thank you for the advances in modern medicine and holistic health care. Thank you for the entire community of caregivers that provides diagnosis, treatment, and healing for our ailments, both short and long term. Bless and equip the doctors who care for our children with wisdom to diagnose and treat symptoms. We confess the worry we have over our children's health. We're acutely aware of the frailty and fragility of life and the disease and sicknesses in the world. Only you know the number of our days, Father, and those of our children. But we ask you to protect their wellness Bless our children and keep them healthy. Heal their bodies from the illness and ailment only you can see. Protect them from invisible viruses and strengthen their immune systems to ward off strains of flu, colds, and allergies. When their bones break and muscles tear and strain, bless them with hasty healing and patience during their process. Amen. Okay, I'm looking on health.clevelandclinic.org, uh, and it's about uh, three reasons adult coloring uh, can actually relax the brain. And it was published in uh, May 27, 2020, under the subheading Mental Health. I'm going to skip through some of the information that's on there, which is the three reasons and skip down to something that actually caught my attention above the three reasons. Well, in this case, below the three reasons. Why does it help some people but not others? Adult coloring doesn't relax everyone. Okay, whether or not you enjoy coloring depends a lot on your prior experiences. Dr. B suspects that if you enjoyed coloring as a child, so that's a factor that you need to factor in okay to take into consideration okay um you'll likely will enjoy it as an adult okay adults typically choose forms of activities they loved as children for the adult recreation i never really gave it much thought wow look at that then it goes on to say is there research to support it as a form of relaxation and they're saying that it's there is research but it's very limited Um, due to the books uh, within the past several years um, it has risen in popularity recently you know relatively recently but then they make reference to something that I have heard of of before which is um, art therapy which has been uh, used for many years with much success Um, in 2006 study uh, researchers found that mindfulness art therapy for women with cancer helped to significantly decrease 
the symptoms of physical and emotional distress during their treatment. Look at that. Art therapy has also been helpful to people coping with other conditions, including depression, anxiety, addictions, and trauma. Then it goes on to say in a more recent study, researchers uh, evaluate the effectiveness of coloring a complex geometric design. And I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, but it's just like a mandala on reducing um, anxiety with a group of undergraduate students. So this was something else that was in that uh, Dr. Stan Rosky's uh, book, Anti-Stress, that I no longer have. And it went into shapes. And um, in in that particular book that I bought from Dollar Tree, it started it off with very simple broken up in parts and it was done intentionally okay of course I'm aware of that I'm not Dr. Stan Rotsky's you know level but the patterns and how they were situated and it would be like they were separate and then there would be like triangles and circles and then at some point it be, it just like went in complex it became more complex um patterns and I knew that that was very much intentional even though I didn't understand all of you know uh the whole process behind it other than what he explained which is quite um pretty you know standard you know he put it in terms that people could understand they didn't have to be like him you know a neuroscientist but I realized there were some other things at play here that my intellect couldn't grasp with his could because that's why he was doing the book. Um, but I did notice that certain patterns were being used and it invoked certain colors without me really, like subconsciously, I was picking colors, certain colors, along with those patterns and how they were situated. They became more complex. Okay. The results showed a decrease in anxiety levels for the students and suggested the practice created a sort of meditative uh, meditative state that is beneficial for reducing anxiety. While adult coloring may differ slightly from mindfulness art therapy, so we got adult coloring, okay, um, mindful, mindfulness art therapy, I suspect the adult coloring uh, would yield similar results. It is likely that its therapeutic benefits will be similar to listening to a person's favorite music, said Dr. B. And then in closing, it says, why has this become popular now? Having hobbies to help distress is nothing new. Whether people like to golf, they like to cook, build model airplanes, or put together scrapbooks, scrapbooking. But with the current state of daily life with COVID-19 and so many uncertainties looming in the distance, coloring might just be the ticket to help you unwind and recenter. We have a very stress-inducing culture, and that's very true, and I think individuals are always seeking new ways to reduce tension, restore feelings of well-being, and reduce the toll that our stressful lives take on our health, Dr. B says. Masterpiece.com, a look at how coloring affects the brain according to science. It has been said that coloring can provide the same benefits to the mind and body that things like meditation and yoga do. 
These cause reactions in the brain which are good for overall health. That's why we're taking a look at how coloring affects the brain according to science right here. Okay, so I'm going to skip down so because some of the information in there is similar, if not identical, to some of the other stuff that I read in other um, uh, blogs. So this one says the brain replaces negative thoughts with positive ones. Inner dialogues and thoughts can be very negative. We think much faster than we talk, though. Typically, we think about three to four times faster than we talk. That means that if you're thinking of negative thoughts, you're thinking thinking them much faster than any conversation would ever go. They can be extremely damaging to your psyche and overall emotional state. Coloring can take those negative thoughts and actually replace them with positive ones. For most people, coloring is an activity that they did when they were kids. Coloring takes them back to a time when life was simpler and there weren't so many worries and stressors. That makes sense. Your brain conjures images from back then in the part of your brain that would normally be filled with imagery that induces anxiety. The more positive imagery can then knock the negative stuff out of the way. You can then feel less stress and anxiety. It's soothing, it's calming, and gives your mental and emotional state a big boost so you feel better off, better overall. The whole process can ultimately lead to the release of hormones and chemicals in the brain that also help to produce positive uh, physiological changes in the body. So what you think can also affect you, your body. Not just your brain, but your body. But everything is connected, of course. When there are patterns, details, and repetition involved in your activity, it triggers positive neurological responses. This thing can lead to a cycle where you want to color more because you feel good. And when you color due to the reactions in your body, you add more coloring sessions into your life and feel happier and less stressed more of the time. You may even start seeing a different pattern developing in your thought process. It goes back to what we talked about, neural pathways and brain waves, when you're not coloring because you're training your brain to do so. It goes on to say that coloring allows your brain to also calm down and rest. It relaxes because it's able to let go of some of its awareness. This is an activity that is not about time limits, competition, or achievement. It's all based on your own creativity and what you want the picture to look like. It's purely for fun and nothing else. It goes on to say, also because there is such a high level of prediction involved with coloring, that leads to the calmness of your brain. The inability to predict what's going to happen next is troublesome for your brain. It also, along the lines of the fear of the unknown, this is why I think the special needs community um, identifies with this. They can control that. They know what's going to happen first. They're going to know what's going to happen second. And they're going to, because they're in control. In a lot of areas of their lives, they feel like they are out of control. So this is something also that controls them. They enjoy it, but they also have full say-so over the picture, what color. It's control is literally in their hands. Then they talk about, in this particular blog, they talk about mindfulness which is a concept that has its oranges, orange, uh, oranges, origins in Buddhism, but has spread all over the world and is increasing in popularity through the Western um, civilization. Oranges, no, no, origins. Um, to be mindful means to be aware and present in the moment. 
You are to maintain your awareness of your inner thoughts, the environment around you, what you're feeling, and the sensations that affect you. Um, another part of it is that there is a lack of judgment, okay, uh, about your awarenesses. You are to be accepting of what you think and how you feel. You don't have to worry about the future. You don't have to keep looking behind you at the past. You stay in the present, staying present. So that's the bottom line is staying present. Coloring is helping people to achieve mindfulness. If only just in that time when they are participating in a coloring session. And in the previous things that I talked about, usually people would go from 30 minutes to 45 minute sessions when they were doing different um, research. Um, Like I said, Dr. Stan Roski, 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes sessions. They also uh, make reference, of course, to art therapy which is being used in all kinds of different settings to help people cope with traumatic experiences, as they already said, decrease stress levels, lower anxiety, work through their emotions, develop better self-esteem, uh, handle different types of addictions, and manage depression. There is the emergence of this type of art therapy being seen in counseling centers, um, hospitals, uh, senior living facilities, community centers, and correctional facilities. What I found interesting is what they say next. They said medical professionals have found that the art therapy, excuse me, can wake up parts of the brain that hold memories, which help us to better understand people's behaviors and and motivations. Now, I I joke a a lot with people that I know that I have a bad memory. Uh, I'm thinking that this would help me in that way, and I never would have thought of that adult coloring books could help Uh, awaken up parts of the brain that hold memories never thought of that never would have known that that was also an added bonus to that coloring is one of the activities that's highly oh highly used as a therapeutic mechanism it involves looking at what you produce in your creative sessions but also the art therapist's observation of how you created your final product Mental health professionals who are trained as art therapists have an understanding of what the use of different colors, see that's what I was talking about, the different colors, the different art mediums, and the textures would elicit from patients in terms of how the brain processes them. It's very, very deep and I never really gave any thought to it, but the different colors that you choose the type of art uh, supplies that you use, the textures that you use. Also, they also use that training to better understand where a patient is coming from. Color choices, going back to the color choices, the mediums used in other visual aspects can significantly and signify specific things about your emotional states, coping skills, and other elements pertaining to your mental health. The observation of patients' coloring sessions serve as a window into their brains. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening to Teachable Moments with April. If you did enjoy this episode, I invite you to come right back to check out my podcast and my other episodes. Don't forget to listen, add us to your favorites, and support by clicking on the link in the description. As always, be blessed and be well. Until next time.